0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Dogs Basketball Podcast. This yes, not your new more host here, but yours truly, no alert coming for a solo pod. Uh, Nick Malone up in St. Louis for the Blues and Preds game tonight. Um, taking on my Preds. That's always a fun matchup, a good rivals going at it. So a little early Christmas gift for him up there. Um, but yeah, discussing the the. The tight win against Alcorn on Saturday, 74-68, wasn't pretty. um, But at the end of the day, I guess a win is a win. Um, Got some positives out of this game, a little bit of adjustments by the coaching staff finally. Got to see Clarence Rupert jump into that starting lineup. Um, That was great to see him get some minutes. Um, J.D. Mula back was the big part. Um, But just jumping into this game really quickly – um, I it, it shouldn't have been tied at half. I mean, we had, we ended up with uh, 10 turnovers to their four at first in the first half. It was not good. Um, spotty defense at times, stretches where we couldn't. Um, but a couple of different lineups and combinations um, was good to see. Got to see Cade Hornecker, who we've been preaching this one. But right away, it was sloppy by both teams. I mean, it was back and forth for a little bit. Um, going to see Lance get us started. He had our first five points, and X hit a three to make it eight to two. Um, but the Kendrick and Thorne, who was big time in this game for them, entered that three-pointer right away. Marcus got a layup, make it 10-5. Um, that made a timeout for Alcotton State. Then we got to see um, Troy D'Amico checking in this one and Dalton Banks. Cade uh, had already checked it in that time. So we got to see Kate a little bit here. Um, but like I said, back and forth, spotty defense um, wasn't was not really was not a good first half for us. Should not have been tied. I mean, too many turnovers. Um, five of nineteen from three. Nineteen of our twenty-three field goal attempts in the first half from for thirty. So that just if you're going to do that, you're going to have going to have to recruit more guys that can shoot the ball and play Foster Runners more than four minutes in that first half. Um, but led the way um, by Lane Stones in that first half: eight points, two rebounds, an assist, a steal. Did have two turnovers. He was three of seven from the field, two of six from three. Um, right behind him, seven points, five rebounds, three assists, and a steal. It was Marcus two of five from the field, one of four from three, was two of two from the line. So um, knocking down some free throws. Clan Trooper, like I said, into that starting lineup. Got to play just under 10 minutes in that first half. Um, Only had two points. They'd have three turnovers. A little bit sloppy from Clarence in that first half. Um, Xavier continued to be solid for us. Five points, four rebounds, and assists in that first half. Uh, Two of two from the line. One of one from three. Trent started as well. One of four from three with three points, three rebounds for Trent. Um, did to get to see Cade. Cade had four points and a rebound in that first half. Picked up two fouls. A little bit of foul trouble. Juwan, nothing much in this first half in the six and a half minutes, but he got going in the second half to close out the game. It was solid for us. What we what we expected from Juwan, we got in the second half. Dalton Banks, not a very good game as well. He was in the closing lineup. I'll get into that later. Uh, Troy, only two minutes. He got to go back to his natural four position. I want to see Troy's minutes more than that i mean i know we talked about um a lineup change but his minutes doesn't need to go down foster only four jd great to have him back his energy no no stats besides the foul in the first half um in his four and a half minutes of play but i mean they they killed us on on a uh, bench point 16 to 5 in that first half it was 30 to 30 but for them, it was DeKendry it was and Thorne with 10 and, and Dominic Bruton off that bench with eight points for them. They Those two guys, Keiondre Montgomery got going in the second half, but Bruton and Thorne, Thorne and Bruton were really good in that first half. Um, they kept them in this game. I mean, our, our turnovers and our spotty defense um, really kept in this game, but jumping into the second half right away was really really just like the start of the first half pretty ugly to start at that first um, media timeout lack of effort Um, so hopefully it got going really need to get going I mean right away I mean Lance got us going from three Um, but back and forth in this one there's some stretches like I said, Candre Montgomery got going. He got a he got a uh flopping technical in the second half. Lance then right like a play after got a flopping technical. First time I've ever seen that. So um jumping in this late game, it was 60 to 58 with five to go. Um, we got a Lance layup to make it 62-59. Bruton got a layup to cut it to right back in that. Jawan answered the bell, the damask. Then Jawan with another fast break point and make it 68, 61 really started to pull away in that one. And that was really that it stayed. They cut it to five with Sean Walker, the big man, 70, uh, 65 with five seconds left. Um, got a layup by Troy the late great pass by Jawan. Um, then Bruton or Byron got to the line, make it 72 66. Marcus made went one of two from the line, made it 73-66, and Trevin Wade got a layup at the end. Um then Clarence went one of two from the line to end it. 74 68 win for the Salukis was not pretty. Um it was a really good test. I mean, Alcorn State, we expect to win bigger than that, but um struggling to get home home wins. I mean crowd of 4100 thought it'd be better than that. Um, got to change some things closing five um, was Lance. It was Lance uh, Lance Marcus Clarence, Jawan and Dalton X was on the bench. Um, it was kind of looked like he just got benched down the stretch there not sure why. Um, only had two turnovers this one, only one foul, so it's not like he was in foul trouble. Um, but jumping into this final box score, Lance led the way. Good to see Lance get back. I knew eventually, probably in one of these three games, have a Lance Jones game, but still very poor shooting three of 10 from three, 18 points though, five rebounds, three assists. Did have three turnovers, but had two steals. Um, he led the way, followed by Marcus with 16. Those are your two guys. 16 points for Marcus, six rebounds, seven assists. Um, I mean, that's Marcus being Marcus, filling this stat sheet. Jawan Newton, like I said, not a lot in the first half. Big second half, 12 points um, for Jawan in this one. This is the type of game we need from Jawan to be able to be in that closing lineup and finish games off. Um, Clarence had nine points, four rebounds, two assists, Um, did have – four turnovers There's four turnovers in this one um so he struggled a little bit um turning the ball over uh, x 6 points 5 rebounds like i said um 20 minutes for him guys i mean dalton really played played down the stretch for him i'm not sure exactly why uh trent 3 points only those three first half points one of six from trent i mean a lot of his misses go in and out i don't know if it's a rotation on his shot um, but it feels like every every shot he misses, it goes in and out. Um, so a lot of missed opportunities there. Troy only seven minutes in this one. Um, they're a big seven minutes. So five points had the layup late. Had to the corner three to um, in the first half or in the second half to start us off. So um, to get us going, really got us going in this game. So big seven minutes. I don't want to see his minutes go down that much. It'd go back to that natural four position, but i um, like to see him more tick. Six minutes from Cade in this one, a big four four points from him. Um, Foster, only nine minutes, 0-2 from the field. A little bit of no no points for him in this one. Shocking, but he's got a, a lot of Saluki fans want to see his minutes um, going to take away some of Trent Brown's minutes. They're not really sure why. Um, that hasn't happened yet, but shot He's gonna he's gonna find some more minutes. I don't know if it's gonna be from Trent. It may be from Dalton, but Dalton closes was in the closing lineup in this one. Um, almost had some costly turnovers late, but um, then JD seven seven minutes. Um, did not he got two rebounds, had three fouls, did not score in this one, but we don't expect a lot in his first. This is first game back from back injury. Um, keeping pretty fresh, he was on that. He was on the bike. Um when he was trying to stay loose. So, um, like I said, I mean, on the other side, 20 points from Bruton, he was big time. The Kendrick, the Kendrick and Thorne, 13, Trevin Wade, 10, um, and Gunner ended up with six. He was hot for a little bit, but after that flopping technical, um, he went cold. Um, but, Big time game for Bruton and Thorne and Wade keeping those keeping them in it. Um, we outscored them forty-four thirty-eight in that second half. Uh, they shot forty-one percent from the field. We shot fifty-two, thirty-five uh, percent from three for us, eleven of thirty-one. They were five of fifteen from the line. We were thirteen of twenty-one for sixty-one point nine percent. That is just awful. Awful. I mean, Clarence three of six. Dalton was one of four. That's not like Dalton Banks. Lance was only one of two. Marcus three of four. Really disappointing in that. um That's got to get better. If you we were six of thirteen in the second half for forty six percent. uh If you're shooting that in Valley play, you're not going to close out very many close games. They got thirty four bench points. A lot of that twenty of that is Bruton. Um, we did have twenty two so contributions off the bench. We need to get that. we got to have that um, to win ballgames because we have stretches where if Marcus and Lance are getting going. Some other guys got to step up, and that was a lot of bit of Clarence and Juwan tonight. Good to see them get going. We know Fosser um, can knock down big shots for us. So um, a close win. A win is a win at this point for us. Um, not sure why. What, what are the struggles going on? Um, at home, um, but it was 4,100 crowd, it was a decent crowd, not a lot of students there. Um, but got a big one, we're back at it tomorrow night. This is part of that, was the first game of a three game home stand. So, um, glad JD is back. Welcome back, like I said, Scotty. Um, Scotty was in a splint, he's out of that cast, but um, great to see. Starting to progress, hopefully, um, by by conference play. Scotty gets back. Um, another one. Another takeaway in this game. No AJ again. No AJ Ferguson. His minutes have been taken away. Um, not sure where he fits into it, honestly. Um, Dalt with Dalton playing more minutes. If Foster's gonna be at more minutes, um, with some of the bigs. If Troy's gonna play that natural four, that kind of maybe takes away from minutes from him as well. So obviously you're going to see ever changing closing lineups. Like I said, it changed again. So um, a win, we're back at it. That is a win. So one and know, since I was back on the podcast, so maybe this is a trend. So I will try to stay on it as long as we are winning. Um, so hopefully we, hopefully we can continue um, with that trend. Um, hopping in, there's a lot of Valley games. Um, through the weekend, it was a. It's been a very bad non-conference for the valley. I think we're in the net. We are the 16th rated conference, um, so not good. It's been very bad. I mean, we've had opportunities, but other teams and obviously us haven't taken advantage of those opportunities. Um, but looking at games that happened this weekend, um, starting on Friday night. Um, we had one game, I believe it's the U um, and I game, in that one where U and I fell to McNeese State at home. Um, Harwin Francois getting a little um Missouri Valley Revenge, fifty two forty nine, just awful um for UNI to lose a game to a team like that. Um, Bowen born two of 12 in that one, one of eight from three, only seven points. Trey Campbell, the really good freshman, led the way with 17 and six. Um, I believe Harwin only had six points in this one, two of four from three, two points, um, had a couple steals. So that is the Harwin we know, um, gonna place him three and D for him. On Saturday, um, it didn't get any better, um, for the Valley. Obviously, we played a tight one, um, wasn't very good seeing that one. Evansville gets blown out by Ball State, eighty eight sixty-nine. Um Coleman Marvin Coleman led the way for Evansville in that one was seventeen, but they get blown out. Um Richmond beats Drake by thirty. I mean, Calhoun led the way for Drake, but Drake getting blown up by thirty by an A ten school who um Made the tournament, but they aren't as they aren't that solid Richmond team as we know. I mean, Roman Penn had ten points, three of eleven shooting for Tucker Devries only nine. Um, not a good one. Brody got shut down. So looks like the 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 formula to beat Drake is shut down Tucker and go in and attack inside because Brody and other guys aren't very good inside defensively. Uh, Ole Miss beats Valpo ninety eight sixty one. Expected that to be ugly. Illinois State gets an overtime win over SIUE um, in the old Horton um, Fieldhouse. So that was pretty cool to see, and a pretty good win. I don't think, um, I don't think they win that game if they're not playing in that kind of in the old Fieldhouse and getting that energy by the big old student section in the crowd. Uh, UIC gets a win over Western Michigan. Um, Jace Carter leads the way again in that one, 18 points for him. Uh, Murray State falls to Bellarmine on the road in Louisville. Uh, Rob Perry with 24 points, though, again. Um, Rob is going to be a very hard guard this year, 11 and 10 for Jacoby Wood. Um, so it's going to be interesting. See how ver- Murray goes. We know that's. Um on the 29th on a Thursday night. We played down there at Murray. Belmont Falls in overtime to middle Tennessee State. Um Ben Shepherd was the Valley player of the week um this week, but an 85-75 loss for then then the in the in the night to be even worse. IPFW goes on the road and beats Missouri State sixty-five-sixty-one. Chance Moore gets a first in the year, has twenty-three, but Dana Ford has not figured it out, and I don't think he is anytime soon. Um, Then on Sunday, 88-85 in overtime, Southern Indiana um, beats Indiana State. So, um, USI owns the Missouri Valley, apparently. Um, They get two wins against two of the top three teams, people think, in the Valley. Um, Isaiah Swope leads the way for them, so disappointing Cooper D still not back expected to come back this week though then tonight we have one um I believe you and I you, Northern Iowa is back in action tonight um against South Florida so that'll be interesting um then obviously we know we're back in action Tuesday night um Prairie View and A M plays UIC then Chicago State plays Murray State um then there's no games till Friday and Saturday. Um, we'll probably get back to you. Nick will be back and we'll probably have a um, episode to recap tomorrow night's game and preview the Chicago State game. It'll be interesting to keep up with Murray State tomorrow night. Um, and see how that goes um against Chicago State, because we know Chicago State already beat Valpo um at home. It was at, that was at home. So beating a valley school if they beat, if they beat. Murray State, which I don't think because Murray State is really good at home and has a home winning streak, and I don't think they can play with the team. I think the spread is 14 and a half. Um, But then and jumping in a little bit of recruiting, not a lot on the recruiting front, but we do know – we know Kennard Davis and Vashon have started playing. I believe they are two and three on the year coming off a win against Real, Real Salt Lake Academy. Um, 39 So, a win for them to get to two and three. They play. They're back in action in another big tournament against uh a team in a White Plains, New York. So, we know on January seventh they play up in the Highland Shootout. Nick and I will be in attendance, so we'll get to see Kennard for the first time in attendance. So, that'll be very fun to see him play. Um. So excited to see that one. Just some some net ranking or some Ken Palm update. Love to see what happens. Where we fall the Ken Palm, we know some other Valley teams have jumped us um, in the rankings. We know Bradley's at 100. Um, They're at 100. We are at 108. So Indiana State at 110. I was trying to see where Drake, Drake fell in the 91. So, so four Valley teams right in that 20 20, 20 team spots of each other. Eight and five, or eight and five, Portland, the really good teams right in front of us. Grand Canyon, uh, San Francisco, Toledo, some teams right there in front of us. But Bradley and Drake are the only two Valley schools ahead of us at this time. Indiana State right on our tails. So, um, hopefully, two wins. Not going to jump up. We maybe jump up to ninety eight, ninety nine, if you sweep, um, if you if you sweep the rest of the week like you should. So that'll be an interesting one. Um, now to jump in a little bit of a little bit of a preview of the Lincoln University Blue Tigers. I mean, like I said earlier, in an exhibition game earlier this year at. Um, UMKC they did win 59-56 they are 5-2 in the year only two losses coming at Pittsburgh State um, the number 7 in the nation Central Oklahoma um, by 15 so that's two that's two tough teams I've lost to um, but five wins on the year uh, this is a pretty good roster they do have a local kid from Southern Illinois on the team um, Calvin Clemson from Murphy's he's a true freshman um, so right of our backyard, they're finding guys. Um, but they have some guys that are some D1 transfers. I remember um, a couple of years ago, Sam Routens um, was transferring from, um, C- transferring from, uh, trying to think, Kinesis off the top of my head. Yes, Kinesis, um, he transferred to, um, to Lincoln University. He's playing, so that's a name. He's a really good shooter to watch out for. Emmett Page, from Evansville. That's another guy that we're connected to. So three guys we're really connected to. And they have some they, have a, they have a U, UMKC transfer. They have a Radford transfer. Um, they have a High Point transfer. So, some other JUCO um, junior collar transfer. So a really athletic team. Um, gonna be fun to watch, led by RT Stapleton, um, averaging 20 a game averaging twenty point three a game. Um Artiz is a really good player, really good really good guard at six two, a senior out of Chicago. He is the Radford Transfer, I was I was saying about. Um then followed by him is Kevin Cone. Um he's averaging fifteen 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 points and fourteen point four rebounds. Um this is a guy that could be a could at six nine could maybe be a problem for Inside, but I think Clarence and JD and Cade and and Troy at times, um, hopefully keep him off the boards and limit it. I mean, he's he has already thirty-seven offensive rebounds this year. Um, he's been a really big force in the boards. Um, so he has ten blocks on the do this too. So fifteen to fourteen um, at any level is really good. So interesting to see what happens there. Um, they have some other guys, like I said Sam Routins, Evan, six Emmett Page, six Frank Yetna at seven. Um, an interesting team. I think this is going to be a bigger challenge than what people think. Um, like I said, this is a team that's going to come in here and play like they have nothing to lose. They're gonna have a shot at another Division I team. And at times, I mean, with our struggles, they could get a we've seen it happen, we've seen. Um, Division two teams come in here and play with us before, um, so we're hoping not. Um, they average seventy six point nine a game. They're only aver- letting they're only letting the opponent score sixty, um, so that's a seventeen point margin. They're winning by. They, they beat a team one twenty eight thirty six earlier this year, so it's a team that's out re- rebounding teams by nine. Um, they have they get. 13 assists per game they don't turn they only turn it over like 12 times a game um i think we're turning over a lot more than that so um this is a team that's going to get after you it's going to be really interesting can't wait to see it um excited to see a division two team i know there's some players on there i'll be interested to see play um we're, that we've been connected to um so uh, another thing i think just probably just wrapped up uh I wanted to touch on. Trent Brown was on – he's going to be on in the doghouse um, tonight, probably just wrapped up. So we'll retweet that um, when we see the interview. Um, no interview today from Mike Reese. I was hoping to maybe see a JD one since he just got back, maybe see that. I think Mike Reese did interview um, the the Lincoln uh, – it's coached by Jimmy Drew the former Anna Jones were star, so uh, played at SEMO as well. So he joined them for pregame Tuesday. You guys will hear that. Um, that'll be interesting to hear from uh, another connection for this team. So um, I just wanted to get to you guys a little solo pod to recap a little bit of takeaways from Alcorn State and preview the Blue Tigers for tomorrow night. So we hope to see you guys there. Don't expect a lot of fans. It is, I believe, finals week um, for college students. So, Dog Pound, I think they're doing a, a sweater giveaway or something. So, um, until Thursday when we're going to recap this game and preview uh, the Chicago State game. Um, Till next time, and always go, dogs.